Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win, an NFL Conference Championship edition of Big Ben and K-Win. Each week, we're on nofilter.net, but this week, we're on Friday on nofilter.net. I'm K-Win. He's Big Ben. What's going on? I couldn't even say the Bills were going to the Super Bowl with a straight face last week. I apologize. That game played out just how I knew it was going to play out. Bigger receivers for the Bengals. Couldn't get the big pop from Dix, or excuse me, Diggs. And uh, we got some pop from Dix here. Look, 19 cent, cent uh, burgers here. But here's my thing, K-Win. I want your take on this. If I am the city of Buffalo, if I am Orchard Park, whatever it is, wherever they're playing that stadium, can you please make it a dome stadium? I know it plays down kind of the Bills Mafia. They can tailgate outside. But it was snowing. It worked for Burrow. Yeah, Burrow, I mean, he had bigger receivers to throw to. And he's a bigger dude. He's in the pocket. I think it was to the Bengals' advantage, honestly. Um, I, and then I think, like, bigger picture, like, who's going to want, like, you could get some concerts out there, like, big time, but that's besides football. I just think that Bills team was built for something like a dome, not necessarily outside, not to say any team's built for the snow, but the Bengals were built for the snow more than the Bills were. That's why they won. And, 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 the irony in all this, actually, even deeper, Mr. Von Miller brings the Super Bowl trophy into the locker room and says, you know, like, now's the time to take the extra steps. Von Miller is probably a big reason they lost that game. Yeah. They couldn't get pressure on Bur- Burrow had all day to pick him apart. You know, they when you got Boyd, Higgins, and Chase, easy pickings for the Bengals. Bills go down. They'll be back next year. So we're a West Coast pod. Bills are an East Coast team. Everyone's listening. It's probably like, K. Win, Big Ben, why are you talking about the Bills? Because Josh Allen grew up right around Fresno. Went to a JC. I don't even know what it's called. Like, fair. (laughs) Fireball, California. That's where he went to. That's why we're riding with Josh Allen. So where do the Bills go from here? What do they need to do in this offseason? to get back into Super Bowl contention next year. Because this is the third year in the row that the Bills, everyone's riding high, early exit in the playoffs. Where do they go from here? Stay healthy, improve your defensive line. And I think you got to get something. you you got to go out and find a running back in free agency that's a little more sustainable than, say, Devin Singletary. Um, some guy that can get you four, four yards when you need it. Because at the end of the day, too, their defense was sucking win in that game. Like they're out in the out out on the field way too much. So do those two things and stay healthy. I mean, it's all about staying healthy at the end of the day. We're gonna see it in the NFC championship or AFC championship game with Mahomes, but Bills will be fine. They'll be back. The window hasn't closed. They're still around. So what I saw, the Bengals dominated the offensive line and the defensive line. Uh, both sides of the line of scrimmage. For the Bills, they'll have Von Miller back, so I'm not really worried about defense. On the offense, they need to give Josh Allen more space. But more importantly, I believe Josh Allen needs more playmakers. Like, yeah, I know Gabe Davis had a career year. He also had nine drops. And Dawson Knox, I believe, I feel like it's feast or famine. 
he's either in the end zone scoring or he's just you can't find him marching down the field. And I also agree with you. They need I need another wide receiver. I would say a stronger number two, maybe a number three too. But also they need someone who can run in between the tackles. And I think it's just a couple little tweaks here or there, and they should be fine. Yeah, I agree with you. On to this weekend's game, or do we want to talk about Chiefs, Jags? No, I, want, I, like I want to play a little game with you. Okay. It's called Jared Goff or Josh Allen. I'm going to give you some stats. You have to guess. Is it Jared Goff or Josh Allen? Are you ready? Yeah. Cue the music. He passed for 4,438 yards this past year. I feel like Josh Allen only passed for like 4,200. I'll go Jared Goff. You're right. That is Jared Goff. He only threw seven interceptions this past year. I think Josh Allen threw that amount in the red zone. So that's Jared Goff. His QBR rating was 71.4. That's on the low end if you take those two. So I'll go Josh Allen. That was Josh Allen. Jared Goff was close to like 61.3. But my point is, is like their numbers are actually pretty similar. So Goff threw for uh, 4,438 yards. Allen threw for 4,283 yards. Allen had more touchdowns, 35 to 29. Allen had more interceptions, 14 to 7. And he had a higher QBR rating. I say all this to say this. We both know, everyone knows. That Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Jared Goff. But Jared had more weapons. He had Thunder and Lightning. He had Williams and Smith. He had Amaron St. Brown. He had Sharknado. He had Jamison Williams. Like, get Josh Allen some more dogs. Get him some more weapons. That's what I think the Bills need. And get him a dome. Will you please? (laughs) Like, that's the – truly. Like, go look at those last five or six games. Like, Josh Allen is playing in the frigid cold where it's either raining or snowing. Like, I don't care who you are, what kind of quarterback you are. Your numbers aren't just going to be as good in in that type of situation or those types of environments. Now, whether or not they build one, but but I think what you're saying is, we're both saying is you got to build a team that can sustain that. Jamal Williams was huge for the Lions. He gobbled up carries. Like, when you need three or four yards, you need to keep your D off the field, give it to Jamal five times. He'll at least get you a first down and, you know. Like, if you don't have McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley and even Eckler to a certain extent, you need two running backs. You do. Because the NFL's wide open, you need to hit someone on the option screen or to check down, but you also need someone to run between the tackles. And I don't think the Bills have – I mean, James Cook is good, but I think they need another running back. No, I agree. James Cook and Devin Singletary were basically the same running back. Yeah. All All right. right. You ready for this week? I am. This Sunday, Championship Sunday. Here's what I hope. Niners-Eagles. I think we have to Mm because that's the way it goes on the slate. Okay, Niners-Eagles. Here's what I hope. Two things I hope 4K win. I hope to see Paul Solitano in the stands. Do you know that that? name at all? You don't know that name? Silver Linings Playbook. Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper. Paul Solitano was a huge Eagles fan. I hope to see Paul and or bull him and Jennifer in the stands. Second thing I hope I see in that game, Donovan McNabb denied entry into the stadium. 
Four straight years, the Eagles made it to the NFC Championship. Four straight years, they lost. Bad juju coming from Donovan. The Niners are 7-10 and 10 in NFC Championship games. Eagles, 3-4. and four. Ooh, I like I also, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's got to get better. <laughs> Who I also hope, I hope to see Joey Bosa in the stands. With some Niners gear on, cheer on his brother Nick. Keep it in the family. But actually, if he showed up, Eagles fans might throw him out too. So who knows? It's going to be rocket. Guys from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, he, yeah, Rob McElhaney. I can't even pronounce his last name. McElhaney, yes. Wreck yeah. and Wrexham, bring them all in. Philly is a great sports town. A great sports town. I expect to see. Do you want me to talk the game a little bit? So I asked, I asked Carissa, I go, who's going to win? She said Eagles. Whoa. And I, and I, 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 as well as I think most of the pundits out there agree with her. Now, here's why I see the differences, difference. The Niners, this is a long travel. This isn't like a two hour flight. You know, you're on the flight, you're going three time zones. It's a little different time. The other thing is, I think it's going to come down to two players. You know, two players that you probably aren't going to say okay. or, or believe. Hassan Riddick and Nick Bosa. To two leading sack men on the defensive line for both the Eagles and the Niners. I believe the Eagles even almost set a single-season team sack record as it was this year. So... I think it's the decade of the D line when it comes to who's who's honestly who's going to end up in these type of ga- type of games if you have the best D line, and that's going to be, you know, you got guys like Will Anderson Jr. coming from Alabama. People are salivating over decade of the D line. So whoever wins the D line most pressures and hurries in this game and ends up winning. And who is that going to be? Are you riding with us on this one? Uh, I'm going to ride with the Eagles only because Jalen Hurts is more mobile. And the Niners have had a tough time against mobile quarterbacks. The only thing they could do for themselves is would be set an edge. If if you want me to, to game plan, X's and O's right here. I would run Nick Bosa off the left side every time. Kind of like you're, you're, you're in basketball, force him to the bad side hand. Why off the left side? So he's got to run the other way? It, so he runs the other way. Have you ever seen a quarterback try to turn his shoulder to get downfield and throw from here? That's tough. It's tough to make good throws like that. On the opposite side, you set an edge. So you don't rush the quarterback. You just let Nick funnel him to, say, a, a rush edge D end or a linebacker, contain him. That's the only way you're going to really contain Hurts. Otherwise, he's going to run for 80-plus yards and probably win the game. It's going to come down to that D line. Nick Bosa and what you see there. Fred Warner might make play a part, let him shadow. But um, I got the Eagles. So I'm a West Coast dude. Grew up in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. So I'm a Niners fan. So the homer in me wants to pick the San Francisco 49ers. But I'm a sports journalist, just like you. And the sports journalist in me knows that the Eagles are a better team. According to Nick Sirianni, they got Michael Jordan at quarterback with Jalen Hurts. But all jokes aside, you know who Jalen Hurts reminds me of this year? 
the 2015 Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. That was Cam's MVP year. He threw for 35 touchdowns, like over 3,800 yards. Jalen Hurts is carrying this team a lot like Cam did. The difference is, is Cam was throwing to Teddy Gidd and Greg Olson. Like Jalen Hurts has Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and Goddard, and better running backs. So the Eagles are better on the offensive side. On the defensive side, they had 70 sacks this year. That was 15 more than the next closest team was the Chiefs. They have four players with double-digit sacks. However, the Eagles' defensive weakness is across the middle, and the Niners go across the middle. They stretch it with Kittle and Ayuk. So I'm going Niners here by a field goal, late field goal by Robbie Gold. I don't – see, I can't see that storyline playing out. It's just tough for me. With a rookie quarterback, here's my other thing. Who's backing up? Is Josh Johnson backing up with Garoppolo out? Yeah. What if Purdy goes down? Wildcat with Debo. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Are you running Wildcat with CMC or Debo, or are you putting Josh Johnson in? That's a question. You're putting in – you're probably doing both, honestly, right? Like – if you don't trust Josh Johnson, then you're putting Debo back there. And it's an option between him and McCaffrey, which I hope they practice that going into this week. Uh, do you spin Trent Williams over to Son Reddick's side? I think you have to. But like I said, they've got four players with double-digit sacks. So it's like, choose your poison. I'm picking the Niners win because I'm a Niners fan. Do I think this is tough? Yes. Are they an underdog? Absolutely. Could I think everything's got to go right. 100%. I think everything's got to go right. And I think, I believe you saw A.J. Brown come off the field kind of early. He didn't have the greatest game. They went with Devontae Smith for the most part uh, last week. I think A.J. Brown's a different player than the Niners have been up. I, you Some could say C.D. Lamb's there, but. I think if he's given the opportunity, Hurts will look for, for A.J. Brown early often. And he's a he's a pretty darn good receiver. And you're right. And Goddard's look good. Goddard's look good as like, too. Like, there's no real holes in the Eagles that I see. If you look back to last week, the Cowboys, like, that was different than Brock has ever seen. Like, they brought the pressure. He They hurried him up. And... I was very nervous. So you take that pass rush, and now you have the Eagles pass rush. So the way that the Niners have to win the game is Brock can't turn the ball over. He hasn't done that this year. That's why they've been so effective. But also, Kyle Shanahan is going to have to figure out a way to scheme something up to keep them in the game. And then the defense, the Niners' defense needs at least one or two turnovers. If they get the Niners get two takeaways, the Niners win. If they get less than two, they don't win. Because other than field goals from Robbie Gold and maybe a play from Debo and McCaffrey, I don't see the Niners scoring against the Eagles D. That's why I think the Niners special teams or defense has to step up and make a play. Yeah, the over-under was at what, 46 in this game? I'd ride with the under in this. It's gonna be cold. I think to your point, teams will be figuring each other out. This is a point where, you know, teams obviously haven't played each other that often. 
and you're not going to try to go make out a big bang because you know you swing the game that much early on you might be done um i like my eagles pick i'll roll with that fly eagles fly i know this is a west coast pod should i, I know but the Niners? hey you got to represent eagles are pretty darn good so let's <laughs> Move into the next game, who the Niners will play in the Super Bowl. Will it be a rematch for the Niners? Will they play Kansas City? Or will it be a rematch from when I was like eight years old and you weren't born and Roger Craig was marching down the field with Joe Montana beating up on the Bengals and Icky Woods, Boomer Esiason? Listen, if if the Chiefs, here's my first question. So quick backstory. I was able to go to a Chiefs game this year. Coldest game I've ever been to. I think coldest game on record this year in the NFL. What I did find my way to is a massive kind of monument that says 142.2 decibels. That's how loud it can get. Do you know how what that compares to? Kennedy screaming when her bottle is nearby. Close. It's actually a little less than that. A jet engine. So my next question to you is, did the Bengals wheel in a jet engine to their practice facility in order to await for the crowd noise? In all honesty, so the Chiefs are 2-2 two and two in the last four years. Bengals are 3-0 and oh in NFC championships. So they make it, or excuse me, AFC championships. So they make it there. They're on the Super Bowl. Burrowhead was a phenomenal little marking skit. Yeah. Mahomes going down last week, I think that was enough to say. I don't think they have enough to get past the Bengals. Um, home field advantage plays a part, but gosh, if, I think I could come up with a play, like a, a scheme to just shut down the, the Chiefs. Pacheco doesn't scare me. McKinnon out of the backfield, flashing, like, that's just because people hadn't seen that, that play, those plays out of the playbook that year or this year. You just have to knock Kelsey off his game, get him frustrated, and it's game over, in my opinion. I think the Bengals win this game going away. That's my – after seeing the Chiefs, they don't, their defense doesn't scare me. They're opportunistic. Um, yeah, I don't see any way the Chiefs win this game. Like, Mahomes is going to be hurt. He's going to be hobbled. That wasn't a, a mild high ankle sprain. That, was, that looked bad. That looked like I would have broke my ankle. So, unless you tell me something different, I got the Bengals. Mahomes, high ankle sprain. He's practiced the last couple of days. He says it's better. That's what he has to say. He's got to give his teammates the belief that they can win. Here's my take, Big Ben. Every time I pick against Joe Burrow, I lose. So, I'm going with the Bengals in this one. I feel like the Bengals are rolling. Load up that jet because they are flying <laughs> from Arrowhead to Phoenix. Everyone knows about the Bengals' offense, right? Two elite receivers on the outside. They got Mixon in space. They got Burrow, who's just dicing you up, whether it's cold weather, whether it's away or it's home, it doesn't matter. And oh, by the way, he's 3 and 0 against Mahomes, won his last three. But no one's talking about the Bengals' defense. Lou Anaromo, the defensive coordinator, what he's doing. The Bengals are only letting up 18 points per game. 
in the postseason, two takeaways per game. And last year, they mixed it up on Mahomes. They rushed three, dropped eight, and Mahomes couldn't do any of that. Will they start off with it right now, right away? I don't know. But Mahomes isn't going to be scrambling. Bracket Kelsey, make Pacheo and Juju Smithster, Juju Smith Schuster <laughs> beat you. Like, who's got better all-around offensive weapons? I would say the Bengals. The Chiefs have Kelsey. Take Kelsey away. Mahomes isn't scrambling. The Chiefs are a whole different team. I'm all about the Bengals here. Joey Jackpot, baby. He's going to be lighting up that cigar, dancing with his, like, six shooters on his way to Phoenix. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a storyline that, like, propels the Chiefs. Like, I don't see, you know, a hobbling Patrick Mahomes when so much. If it's Tom Brady and he's hobbled like that, I'd be like, all right, there's, you know, the impact on the game is marginal. He doesn't run, right? All of what Mahomes does in that offense is his capability to run and open up passing lanes, find Kelsey, find Juju Smith-Schuster, draw linebackers up. Without that, it's a whole different game. Absolutely whole different game. And again, Pacheco's this guy that's pause, wait, run. He'll maybe get you three, four yards. He's not popping anything big. McKinnon's, you just need a spy out of the backfield. Everyone knows what's coming when he's in the game. You're right. It's... uh, I feel like Andy Reid's not going to be eating a winning cheeseburger at the end of this game. It's going to be a defeat. So, um, Well, the Chiefs have to change the way that they play. You brought up a good point. Mahomes is scrambling around, buying time, throwing downfield. It's got to be what? A three-step drop or a shotgun? Quick yeah. And that's not what the Chiefs do. The only thing I could see happening is like Kadarius Toney. They've, they've run – I've watched them run a couple sets where Kadarius Toney will go in motion, kind of pop – pose a threat, jet sweeps, and so forth. They'd have to use Tony McKinnon and Pacheco as kind of these guys that are just a lot of motion. I think Purdy got 74% of his plays were with motion going. They're going to have to do a lot of that with the Chiefs in order to protect Mahomes and at least get the defense to pause. Or else they're coming out after him. They're not diving directly at his ankles, but maybe at his hip and then rolling up on his ankle. Um yeah, I just with with everything that I'm seeing in terms of where I saw last week, I don't see the Chiefs win. Like you said, Bengals are on a roll. Chiefs are, I don't know. I think they're lost. They didn't Bengals look that great against the Jags. I think it was 88. Our interns are going to have to fact check that. 88. I said Montana. It might be young. I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> the Niners won. What advice would you have for Brock Purdy? Do what you've done so far, which is check down to McCaffrey, hand the ball off to Debo. You can find Ayuk and Kittle over the middle. Don't try to make the big play down the field. My advice, be like Jimmy G. <laughs> I was going to say. Be like Jimmy G. Just don't lose the game for us. Yeah. Just don't lose the game for us. It'll be interesting to see. What Shanahan dials up because in the Cowboys early on, Purdy was throwing the ball a lot. Like, yeah, I think with the Eagles, I think they're going to run the ball a lot and like calm them down and try to just build the momentum and slow the game down and try to keep the Eagles off the field. That's going to be a tough environment. 
See ya, Theo. Theo agrees. Theo agrees. All right. So I got Eagles, Bengals. You got Niners, Bengals. Trying to think. Like historically, you think Niners, Bengals sounds a little nicer. Just like Sam Weish days, I believe. And Brock Purdy's from Arizona too. I can't remember if it's a Glendale <laughs> year, so I like Niners fans are thinking of headline. Hey, Purdy's from Arizona. Purdy returns to his hometown to hoist the Lombardi trophy. Like that sounds pretty good. Yeah. But first you gotta play the game. Yeah. We wrap this Nonetheless, up. it will be a great Sunday. So noon, football noon. is coming to an end. So what do we get into? We've got the NBA trade deadline. We've got NBA. We've got MLB. We've got March Madness. We got a Sacramento lot Sacramento Kings. Dame went for sixty the other night. Hoops wow. hoops are heating up. Nuggets are one of the best teams in the NBA. I think every team in our jurisdiction is going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Now that it's 10 teams, Warriors are like a 10 seed. Lakers have a chance to get in there. The West is wide open. USC beat UCLA the other night. Um, this is a, another weird anomaly. Kansas State, I went to one of their games. They're like 17 and 13, top 10 on the nation. Beat we're claiming Utah. Kansas hoops. Yeah, we're claim, claiming Kansas hoops this year on the bus. College basketball, NBA, what else? We got spring training. We got baseball. We got your M's, my Giants. We'll talk about the Dodgers as they win 100 games again and get eliminated, not win a World Series. <laughs> M's top 10 lineup, which would be is going to be interesting to see. Are you going to be a Giants fan because Hanniger is now in the Giants? Hanny, I, I know. Hanny, we're going to miss Hanny. Here's the thing is I wish they'd come out and say the Mariners are going to be garbage and set proper expectations for everyone here in Seattle. And we can be pleasantly surprised when they make a little run. Don't tell me they're going to be like top 10 in the league and in, you know, hitting, batting, whatever expected run and output. Because as soon as you say that here in Seattle, just we'll tank. Last, we'll, so if I say they're last place to win the World Series? Yeah, effectively. <laughs> Hey, what, have you heard? Are the A's going to Las Vegas? What's the latest? I mean, that's the rumor. Is they're headed to Las Vegas? They have, I think they have this season, and they may have one more season after that. And I guess they're trying to put on that face like they're going to stay in the Bay Area. Like we want to build a stadium in Oakland, but they gone. Their bags are packed. I thought you were going to say you're starting at shortstop this year, just to. Cut costs at all lengths. Listen, all right, a few. They should give me a shot. A few things from Rock and Reese, who's 88 89, Montana versus Boomer. God, I was five years old. Uh, and Purdy's from Queen, Queen Creek. There we go. All right, Big Ben and K Win. You want to take us out? Big Ben, K Win, and Rock fly, and Reese. Fly. We're out of here. Where can you find us? At Big Ben, K Win underscore. TikTok, that's right. These grown men are on TikTok doing videos. Not <laughs> dance videos, sports videos. We're chopping it up. We're also on Twitter. We're on Instagram. If you're an audio podcast person, we're on Apple, Spotify, Audio, 
TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeart, Pandora. We're everywhere. Make sure you download, listen, subscribe, five-star us. The only one who's three-starred us is my mom because she's looking for a better improvement out of Big Bid and K-Win this year. More out. Ooh. Hold on. I got to shout out to, to T-Money from uh, South Carolina. Um, hope he's worrying about everything that's going to go wrong with the Niners this week, too. Yeah. And another side note, I made you the co-host. So from now on, I think you can only handle chat. I can't respond to our messages right now. Good. So you picked up a new responsibility. So you can look for a, <laughs> you can look for a raise if you want. Go Niners. Boom. Boom.